Let's turn our Bibles to Psalm 126. Psalm 126. I'd like to read the entire psalm. It's not a very long one. It's just six verses. So we can go through all the scriptures in Psalm 126. It says a song. It's a song of ascent. When the Lord brought back the captivity of Zion, we were like those who dream. Then our mouth was filled with laughter and our tongue with singing. Then they said among the nations, the Lord has done great things for them. The Lord has done great things for us and we are glad. Bring back our captivity, O Lord, as the streams in the south. Those who sow in tears shall reap in joy. He who continually goes forth weeping, bearing seed for sowing shall doubtless come again with rejoicing, bringing his sheaves with him. So we just read that psalm which was sung at the time of the release from the captivity in Babylon. And if you know the history a little bit, children of Israel were taken into Babylon as captives under the leadership of Nebuchadnezzar. After Nebuchadnezzar, history says, his son Nebuchadnezzar, and then Bible says, his grandson Belshazzar, they corrigined the Babylonian kingdom after Nebuchadnezzar. Then the kingdom of Babylon was handed over to the Medes and led by King Darius, and then into the hands of the Persians led by the king Cyrus. So after 70 long years, the children of Israel, they were living in bondage in Babylon and they were brought back to their own nation at the time of King Cyrus. And we read that in the book of Ezra, if you, re- if you can read, um, we'll not go there maybe, in the book of Ezra chapter 1 verses 1 to 4, it talks about how King Cyrus released the children of God to go back to their nation and he was encouraging and you know, motivating them to go and build the temple of God because he listened to the prophecy of prophet Jeremiah. And now here the psalmist is writing, he is uh, you know, singing the psalm and the way he is singing he talks about the release of their captivity and in verses 6, 5 and 6 he says, Those who sow in tears shall reap in joy. As we read the scriptures, you know, we need to understand the background. Children of Israel, they were in the captivity for 70 long years. And now God is bringing back into Zion. God is bringing them back into their own nation. And they were brought back under the leadership of Zerubbabel. And the high priest Joshua and Ezra the scribe and Nehemiah the governor. You know these are the leadership. Under this leadership they were brought back from Babylon into Israel. Now word of God says those who sow in tears they will reap in joy. 
What does it mean to say that those who wrote, uh, saw in tears? You know, normally if you look at it in our lives, if doing anything with tears is an indication that we are going, to, going through a very difficult time. You know, we don't really cry at every time, but when we are really crying, that means there is something wrong. It means we are doing something that's most unlikely to succeed. They were sowing the seed, crying. So basically they were not sure whether they will succeed or not. You can imagine the kind of land they would have seen after 70 long years. They were not sure whether they will succeed. They were sowing in tears because they feel that, you know, it's not the good time to sow probably. Now when we do things in our lives, at times we do things, you know, with hesitation, with tears, because we are not sure whether we will succeed or not. At times we do things, you know, tearfully because at times we also feel that I don't think I'm fit enough to do this. So, but anyway, I have decided to do it. We do the things, you know, with a lot of hesitation, with a lot of tears. At times we do things tearfully, with a lot of tears. Maybe we feel that our efforts may fail. We may not get anything good out of it. And we end up in doing things, you know, with tearful, with tear, with a lot of tear. Sometimes, you know, even we want to do things because that's our passion, that's what we want to do. But we are not sure whether how far we are going to succeed. And we end up in doing things, you know, with a lot of tear, with a lot of hesitation. Children of Israel, they were in the same situation. They, were, they couldn't do it, you know, rejoicingly. They couldn't do things. They couldn't sow the seed joyfully because they were not very sure. And probably I believe they would also felt that they lost all the skills. Because 70 long years, probably it's a you know, different generation coming forth now. They would have never seen people sowing in the land. In the country or where they were you know kept as kept as captives now they feel that they are not fit enough to do the work of God or to sow the seed for for their living at times you know sowing with tears doing things with tears it causes great pain great amount of pain within our lives we don't feel like doing it but then you know we are forced to do it or maybe we just want to do things because we feel that we need to do it but at times the situation is not good we feel that the atmosphere is not good at all looks like we may not succeed looks like there may not be anything good coming out of it the circumstances will tell us you know it's not a good situation that you need to do it but then you know you feel like doing it and you end up in doing things cheerfully at times you know the inner voice says that you are not the right person to do things it's not the right place to do it it's not the right time to do things but then you end up in doing it not rejoicing not joyfully but you end up in doing it with tears because you are not sure what is going to be the outcome of it at times when we look at our own strength when we look at our own wisdom we feel like not doing it you know, I'm sure some of your students, you know, I can understand. The amount of, once you get into a particular course, the amount of work that is expected out of you, and the kind of assignments, and the kind of, you know, the literatures that you need to refer, putting all this together, you know, it's a big, big challenge for you. And at times you wonder, am I the right person to take this course? Is it the right course for me? Or I just, 
got into something else because I wanted, I thought I wanted to do it. I thought I can achieve it. I can't do it. But then now I find it very difficult. Children of Israel, they were exactly in the same situation. As they moved into their own nation, they found the land. You know, all that they could find <clears throat> is just a barren, empty land. And they were not sure. How can I sow the seed at this point of time in my life? Will there be anything good can come out of this place? But you know what, God was strengthening Zerubbabel as he was talking to Zerubbabel in Zechariah chapter 4 verse 6 the known scripture not by might nor by power but by my spirit I believe children of Israel would have got encouraged so sowing in tears means we have decided to sow but the circumstances are not in favor of us and we feel that we are not fit for that particular job that God is asking us to do. And we, we, we know that we might fail. We might fail at the end of it. We are not sure whether you know, we, are, we, we are ready to do it. And we know that it is painful to get that whole thing done. But we want to still do it. Why? Because God is asking us to do or the passion within us is motivating us, it's forcing us to do things in our lives. You know, some of you are away from your nation just for studies. And if we ask you why you have come all the way from Ecuador to Halifax, you know, she's going to tell me so many reasons. These are the reasons I have came. And it is painful. You know, you don't want to go through all this and you know unexpected situation in our lives, challenging things in the, in, the, in another nation. But then you want to do it. Why? Because there is something behind. There is some reason why we want to do things in our lives. Children of Israel, they were in the same situation. They are brought back to their nation. They are now no more fed. They were asked to live by themselves, by working on the land. And then now they are asked to sow the seed. And what of God says? They were sowing the seed in tears. They were sowing the seed in tears. I don't know the, why the Lord wanted me to speak about this. I don't know whether it makes any sense to you at all. But I'm sure God is speaking to someone. God is speaking to someone. Children of Israel, when they returned to their own nation, they decided to sow in tears. Today, when we look at our situation, we may see barrenness everywhere. We may see barrenness everywhere. But God is asking us to sow. And He is asking us to sow in tears because there is a joy which is kept for us. And we may be sowing it in tears because we don't see hope anywhere because we see barrenness everywhere. You know, I believe, I, 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 I understand when God brought us to this nation, uh, He showed this kind of spiritual barrenness in the families and He asked us to sow the seed. We said, Lord, it is a strange land and it's a strange people. The culture is strange. I don't think we are fit to do the job what you are asking us to do. But the Lord wanted us to sow in tears. Right? So when we came in the, in the year 2009, not very far, 2009, we never had an idea that I would quit my job and you know, come into full-time ministry. We never thought about it. We never thought about it. You know, but soon God made us to realize that it is not by our strength. It is by 
God. So he wanted us to sow the seed in tears. And it was painful to face some of the challenges that we faced as we stepped into the unknown territories. You know, everything was challenging even to find a place. You know, we need to go and look for some 10, 20, 30 places then only you'll be able to arrive at something, some place. And there are a lot of challenges we faced. You know, every time when we go and ask for some place, do you have a room for us to do the church? Church? No, we are not giving room for church. How can you ask? We don't have space for church. Churches will not continue. Churches will start, but churches will not continue. Okay. So then go to the different place and try to find out whether you know maybe we then find out okay that person seems to be a church going person. So you go to the which church? You go, okay I go to the St. Benedict's church. Okay so at least he can understand what I am talking about. <laughs> so okay let's, let's, let's strike a deal now. So then he understands us. That's how we got into that initial place where we were. And he was willing to help us because he knows what church is. Right? So there are a lot of challenges. So every time when we try to do something, you know, there is opposition, there is hurdles that we need to overcome. But you know what? God wants us to continue. God wants us to sow in tears. Knowing that there will be a time that we are going to rejoice. There will be a time that we are going to reap rejoicingly on the other day. I was speaking to Steve. Steve was Steve is a, uh, the owner of affordable fuels. So he was here. So I was just talking to him. He has just asked me, "How is your church going now?" Because he is um, our, you know, we are his clients. So, so I, I told him it's going good. There are, you know, we, every there are a lot of activities in the church. You don't see people one time, but you see them in many times, many different ones. So he was happy, and he told me that there are two churches in the recent past. They started in this area. Some of you may be knowing about uh, about that. There is a church, um, there's a Methodist church, sorry, there's a Baptist church started recently, and the United Pentecostal church started recently, and he told me they couldn't continue. They all continued. They came into the uh, second year, or into the third, not even third year, the second year, and they couldn't continue. So he said it's difficult to continue for, you know, years after year as a church. So I said, no, we don't see that. We see the church is growing now. We see people coming in and we see families are blessed, children are blessed, and we see we are able to extend our, so he said it's good. It's a good sign that you are growing. We need to sow in tears. You know, that's what God is expecting us to continue. We need to sow in tears. Any church growth, if you look at the history, the third year is critical. The third year is challenging for any church growth. So we are into the third year. And so God is advancing us. You know, and then we have prayer support, fasting prayer. You know, you know, we need to balance all those things as we move further, as the Lord ask, is asking us to continue to sow. So the children of Israel, they came into the land and they found out, number one, they looked into their circumstances and they found out barrenness everywhere. The land around them was just a barren land. It was not at all good for cultivation. There are thorns and thistles everywhere. Everywhere. The land became barren because the land was not used for cultivation for 70-80 long years. It was a vast dry land and there was no hope in that land at all. Such a hopeless situation. 
was there as the children of Israel moved into their nation. And they were asked to sow for their living on that land. The one who carried the seeds as he was walking to sow the seed, the word of God says, he walked in tears. He was just crying and carrying the seed and he was sowing the seed. Can you imagine a sower carrying the seed and crying and sowing the seeds? You know, that's what exactly he was doing. Because he was just looking at the circumstances. He was looking at the things around him. And even he couldn't walk. He had absolutely no hope in the dry land at all. And he looked at the land and he was just not feel like laughing. He was just he was just crying. He looked at the land and he was just sowing in that barren land. That's what the word of God says. There was a great fear in him. All his effort and all his money may be wasted. There was a great fear. But God was telling them to sow. You know today if you look into our lives when you look into our situation our circumstances we don't see anything good happening. We see dryness everywhere. We see barrenness everywhere. Nothing is good. Anywhere I touch my hand I see loss. Anywhere I put my hand I don't see things are happening well. I think things are going well. I see such a situation. We look at the circumstances and we wonder. We, 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 we are afraid. We don't know what to do. But God is telling us continue to sow with tears. Continue to sow with tears so that we may reap in joy. They looked at the circumstances. Secondly, they were burdened heavily. They were burdened heavily. You know, heaviness of the seeds. A person who wanted to sow the seed, he is supposed to carry the seed. They were, you know, there were there was no such facilities that we have today. But then they had to carry the seed everywhere. The heavy seeds were carried by them as they went ahead and sow the seed. They were crying because of the heaviness of the seed that they couldn't carry at times. It was difficult for them to carry the bag full of seeds and sow the seed. It was very difficult. You know, what of God says in Psalm 32... Verse 4 says, Psalm 30 to 4. What of God says, For day and night your hand was heavy upon me. Day and night your hand was heavy upon me. The word of God is telling, not only the seed was heavy, not only the things that I am trying to do in my life is heavy, I also feel the hand of God is so heavy upon my life. You know, at times when people go through such a situation in their lives, they even stand and they wonder. They wonder whether the Lord is also against me. It looks like God is against me. It looks like God is not happy with me. It looks like God is not happy. It looks like, you know, God is doing things working against me. People wonder at times because they feel that it is so heavy on them, they are not able to handle it. That's the reason Jesus looked at the crowd in Matthew 11:28. I'm reading it from NLT. Matthew 11:28, word of God says, then Jesus said to them, "Come to me, all you who are weary and carry heavy burden. Come to me, I will give you rest. All who carry heavy burden. I know that you are 
carrying such a heavy burden in your life you feel that people are against you you feel that even god himself is against you you feel so heavy you feel so such a burden in your heart children of israel they were feeling that such heaviness in their hearts as they were sowing the seed word of god also says in proverb 12:25 anxiety weighs down the heart again it's from niv anxiety weighs down the heart it when when we are anxious we our heart becomes so heavy our heart becomes so heavy we don't feel like doing things but then we are expected to do they were they didn't feel like doing sowing the seed but they were they were expected to sow the seed so they were sowing in tears now god expects us to do it even though you feel, don't feel like doing things for god god expects us to do it even though you don't feel like you know living for god god expects us to continue to live for god things may be heavy on us at times but you know what god is saying continue to sow the seed cheerfully so that you will rejoice you will reap in joy thirdly they had the fear of losing the battle there are so many thoughts running in their minds what if the land grows thorns and thistles instead of the instead of wheat what if tears come up along with the wheat what if insects destroy the wheat destroy the good plants what if the birds of the air eat away the grains what if the animals walk over and destroy the whole field what if flood comes up and the harvest is totally destroyed totally flooded what if a swamp of locust comes and destroys the whole land they had so many questions they had fear of losing the battle they had fear of losing the battle they were about they felt like they are about to lose the harvest you know sometime in our lives when we do things our friend you know we are more, more worried about things which are it to happen in our lives things which are it to come in our lives and at times we are so fearful we are so afraid to do anything to move in that direction you know people today they are not able to progress in their lives because they are so afraid of the future they are so afraid of the future you know at times you know when even students some of you may, may you know know about it when we are asked to pick a subject for your study you are not sure whether i need to do it or not because you 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 are not sure about the scope in the future you are so afraid what i am going to do after finishing the my studies at times we are so afraid to move forward at times because we feel that the circumstance is not good it is so heavy upon us and we are losing the battle it looks like we are losing the battle but god is telling us you are not losing the battle because the battle belongs to god the battle belongs to god i believe the leaders of children of israel they were they were encouraging them saying that don't think that you are crying today don't think that you are sowing the seed with tears just move forward keep moving you know some of your lives have been challenging you are challenged with so many things as you moved into the city and god is telling you today just move forward just move forward god is helping you just continue just continue your journey do not be afraid do not fear god is with you just trust in him as we read in psalm 56 verses 
3 to 4. Let's read that Psalm 56. I believe God is encouraging some of you here. Psalm 56 verses 3 and 4. Whenever I am afraid, I will trust in you. In God, I will praise his word. In God, I have put my trust. I will not fear what can flesh do to me. God is telling you not to be fearful, not to get afraid. God is with you. And what the, what God is trying to tell us today, God is asking us, calling us to sow in tears. You know, we, we can't take it lightly because what God is asking us to move forward. We need to take it seriously as God is asking us to sow in tears. You know, we cannot think about our past success, our past failures, but God is asking us to move forward and continue to sow. Continue to sow. What of God says in another scripture, in Jeremiah chapter 12, verse 5, I'm reading it again from NLT. Jeremiah chapter 12, verse 5 says, If raising against mere men makes you tired, how will you raise against horses? If racing against mere men makes you tired, how do you run against horses? You know, in every one of our lives, maybe in our living on this earth, or in the ministry, or in our work, or in our family life, there are challenging challenges that we get to face. So God is telling, you are now just walking with men. And even if you find that that is difficult, how are you going to run with horses? How are you going to run with horses? Horses. You know, have you seen um, uh, the military getting trained? Now, even before the war comes, they are getting trained in the field. Every day morning, they go to their regular schedule of training. There are so many things simulated on their way, and they need to, you know, go through all this training in order to keep themselves to face the war. You know, in our lives. God is asking us to continue. Continue. Take strength from Him and continue so that if we are able to walk today, we will be able to face such challenges as it comes on our way in the future. God wants us to wake up in our lives. And God is asking some questions today. Are we sowing? Are we sowing? What does it mean to say sowing? God expects us to sow in our own lives. How do we sow in our own lives? God is asking us to sow in our own lives through the word of God. God is asking us to read the word of God. God is asking us to listen to the word of God. And he is asking us, are we allowing the word of God to be sown into our lives? These words, these precious words, as we read, as we listen, these words will enter into our lives and they bring life to us. And what kind of life it is? It is a life that will take us into the eternity. It is an eternal life. It is not just a life on this earth. It is a life that will take us into the eternal with God. And it is a life that will help us to live godly on this earth. And God is asking us to sow this word, the seed, into our own lives. God is asking us to sow into the life of our children. God is asking us to sow into the life of youth. God is asking us to sow into the life of the families. God is giving us responsibilities. It appears that we don't see any hope. We don't find anything happening. 
but then god is asking us to continue god is asking us to continue it is hard it is hard you know tear is an expression of pain tear is also an expression of sufferings tear is also an expression of damages that is caused in our lives but god is asking us to continue to sow continue to do what you are doing he is telling us do not look at the circumstances it looks tough today it is look challenging today but you don't worry about the circumstances you just depend on me just depend on me just follow me and just do what i am telling what i am asking you to do just depend on me continue to sow continue to sow the burden may be so heavy at times you feel that you are not able to handle things all alone but god is telling you just i am with you i am helping you just leave everything to me just keep all the burdens at my feet and you just continue what i want you to continue you may say that i'm so afraid because i don't see any hope i don't see where i will end up with if i continue to live in this fashion in this manner but god is telling you don't get afraid don't get afraid do not just depend on your strength just give it to me i will handle it for you i will help you but all that god is telling you is to sit at his feet and with cry with tears tell him lord i will move forward i will move forward in my life i will not worry about my parents i will not worry about my situation at my home i will not worry about my child but lord i know that you are with me i will move forward no matter what comes on my way lord i know because i believe as you are telling to the children of israel those who sow in tears shall reap in joy he who continually goes forth weeping bearing the seeds for sowing shall doubtless come again with rejoicing with no doubt he will come again with rejoicing what does it mean god is telling us he is telling us even though the things are not good even though the things are not working in our favor it's not in your it's not in favor of you but you continue and without any doubt one day you will rejoice one day you will rejoice you know that's the only hope for a farmer who is trying to sow the seed all that he is expecting is he just leave let the seed go and he has to wait and do all the things what he is supposed to do and who brings the seed who brings the harvest god if the sun doesn't shine if the rain overpours the harvest is not going to happen but it is everything is in under control under control by god and he is under control we can do nothing about it we need to give it to god and tell him lord i am doing my part the rest is up to you lord the rest is up to you smarty i believe god has spoken to you shall we close our eyes